Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. This is the Working Man Virtual. This is Wrestling On The Road Detour. Yep, I've got lost already. Now this is a separate podcast with some of my friends in the music business. I've got Grant, Tommy and Aaron here from two of Substance. Boys, welcome. Hello, Hello. thank you very much for having us. How are we all doing? I'm doing fantastic, yeah. Yeah, excellent. Now I've just walked in basically on your uh, session, your jam. Yeah. Not to be confused with what you put on your fucking toast. No, not. That's it. On forty seconds before cuss words. <laughs> Sorry, boys. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it wouldn't be long. Um, right. So you're in the middle of preparing uh, for tomorrow's gig. Anyone, guys, what do you want to tell us about this gig tomorrow? Uh, basically, this is um, a charity event which has been planned for about a year now. Uh, it's my cousin who's organised it uh, to raise awareness for this lung disease um, and she asked us to be the headliner act and we said hell yeah and uh, we're playing loads of new songs from our upcoming album, quite a few from our EP, it's going to be a good night, a few covers as well. Yeah. yeah. Any other bands that are on? Oh yeah, there's uh, four acoustic <coughs> acts, um, Junior Davis, Danny Smith, Abby Yassatiz and Laura James, they're the they four acoustic acts. Yeah, 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 they're Excellent. So you're going to play stuff off the uh, the EP that you can buy on iTunes, which I've got, by the way. You can check my phone. I've actually got the whole... <laughs> yeah, it does. I was actually listening to it on the way up in the traffic jam. Oh, nice. So, and that's not kissing your asses. I just like... <laughs> <laughs> um, Preparing yourself. I want to be able to sing along tomorrow. Stand at the side and just sing along, but then you're going to throw stuff in from the new stuff. Yeah. And I'm going to be like, oh, okay. Now I just feel like I'm going to every other gig. <laughs> Yeah. If you do that, you know, when you go to a gig and yeah, the, yeah groups that are like, like, for instance, if I, I've been to see like uh, Fozzy, and I know quite a lot of the old, the old shit, but now yeah, they play something different. You're like, oh, great, I can just watch you now. It's like, yeah, yeah. I want to get involved in it. I think it's, like, I think it's nice to get a surprise, though, sometimes, isn't yeah. it? Like with all the new stuff. <laughs> I went to see Rise Against, I think it was, didn't know any songs. And we went yeah. to see Lonely the Brave a few months ago. <coughs> I, I only know. Who? I only know. Lonely the Brave. Lonely the Brave. Yeah. yeah. You really say it like you should know it. <laughs> yeah. Lonely the Brave. Yeah, they were good guys. They spoke to us afterwards. They retweeted told us. Yeah, they did. They retweeted <laughs> us. Shout out to Lonely the Brave. <laughs> what kind of music do they play? Um, For a. a, a Pretty much, pretty much like the same. It's kind of similar. What would you class yourselves in genre? Uh, alternative rock. Alternative rock. Alternative rock. Yeah. Uh, could, could even cross it between like yeah. pop rock and grunge, maybe as well. Maybe and even acoustic as well. We do a few acoustics yeah. as well. Like experimental rock. Yeah. Experimental rock. There's so many We're throwing it out there. There's loads, isn't there? Yeah. We're just so diverse. Because someone, someone asked me about what kind of genre it was, and I was like. To be honest, I wouldn't want to pigeonhole you guys in one genre. Yeah. Because stuff like the player yeah. is quite grungy. But then something like Memory Lane is Carly. completely yeah. fucking different. Yeah. So different which it is though, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean like we said this a few times. Like, yeah, yeah, the EP yeah. was a really diverse album. Massive experimental project. So. Yeah. Massively. And while we're on that on the talk of the EP, you can find it on iTunes. Six tracks. Two of them, which are on Vivo. Yeah, they are. Maybe yeah. suggest, maybe we, uh, politely add. One of them, one of them, which you're in, sir. One of them, which I'm in, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I will, I will cheap plug. To be fair, I do plug my plug the video. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is over well over a thousand still, uh, views, yeah, it's, and it's still yeah. going up and up and up. Still, I still have nightmares if you get in my face. <laughs> yeah. Excellent, Tommy. That's what we like. 
God, scaring people. I basically, I basically pulled you aside before we did the shoot and said, "I want you to get in Tommy's face so as much as you can, scream at him." And there's Tom like, "Oh, yeah, it's gonna be a good shot." This I, and it's then, a good thing I had a mask on, otherwise I would have embarrassed myself. Behind the mask, you're like, oh, "Please, please, what the hell?" I was, I, I was quite happy that. The gospel church next to where we were shooting didn't come round and. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Pray Jesus is with you. Yeah, no. Yeah, we know what we said in them one. Anyway, <laughs> so let's let's talk about not going anywhere. That was your first um, video. Yeah. And we filmed that down in London, didn't we? Yeah, in Peckham. Um, yeah. In Peckham, yeah. Oh, Del Delboy. Delboy country, yeah. yeah. Um, we didn't see any three wheel cars, did we? No, unfortunately. unfortunately no. So, what was the experience like for you guys? Oh, um, so a dream, dream come true, so, so to speak. Yeah, it's, it's just something like surreal, really. You know, it's like I mean, it's it's seeing them all on YouTube, like some of the bands that you idolise and things like that, and like the fact that you're doing the same as what they do as well, and um, you get the chance to really express yourself in a video that loads of people are gonna see and things like that. Like, um, like Grant, you said, uh, what was it you said? You s said something about it being like a new step. Oh yeah, it's, well it's a first step really because yeah. once, once you've got a platform to go yeah, check us out, we've got a video yeah, that's what people want to see it's, like, it's good to have gigs and to go and see live but a lot of people who can't go to see or play live they'll want to see what you can do on the, on the platform of social media yeah. so if we have music videos and it's through Vivo as well Yeah, which is no easy task is it? Not an easy task <coughs> at all though I mean we've always had this mentality of take baby steps and then take one giant leap which is what we can kind of class the the music video as yeah, yeah, the not going anywhere video and the uh, the player video as well you know just massive leaps with the baby steps in between yeah. and now this pavilion's gig in a next tomorrow mm. it's going to be that next big step so and also you perform down south as well in Plymouth yeah, 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 <coughs> in Plymouth yeah. Too. which I was supposed to come to and I couldn't make it which I was yeah. gutted to be fair yeah. um, what was that like? Uh, experience at first yeah. Yeah. It was it was definitely a dream come true for me, and I know it's a cliche to say, but we supported... Expl explain why. Okay, we were supporting Versus of the World, they're from Santa Barbara, California, and <clears throat> I am probably their biggest fan. Yeah. Like, and I've, you know, it's, I'm not, it's not something I'm ashamed of. T-shirt, I remember him. Someone walked down the stairs with a versus the world t-shirt. And I was like, ah, he's a good guy, he's got good taste in music. Yeah. Shout out to Donald, Mike, Chris, uh, Bri and Tony. Yeah, yeah, shout out to all them, but they were amazing. Like, I got to be friends with Donald, the singer of the band, and then he just basically, he listened to our EP and said, do you just want to come down and play with us? I was like, did you faint? Fucking hell, pick me up. Just, I felt the cool of dream from my face. He's like that, like, oh my God. He's like that most mornings he wakes up. <laughs> and I was like, did that really happen? <laughs> so... You went on stage, you were the supporting act. Yeah. What was it like live in your first like proper gig, yeah, so to speak? Go on, Aaron. Yeah, it was it was an experience, like for our first one and that, like things like from my view didn't go as well as they could have. In what in what way? Uh, technical like stuff. Technical stuff, yeah. we had a few yeah. technical yeah. problems, we were yeah. quite yeah. rushed. Quite like rushed, setting yeah. up and that, but was that on your behalf or was that uh, no not really it went Without naming names, the producer basically came up to us and he was like, "Right, you've got twenty minutes." And we we're like, "Okay, that's fine." We got up there and we had five minutes. Oh we well, got, he, we literally he basically shoved us on stage yeah. and went, "Go on, you, you've literally got a minute to set up." And I was like, "I don't have a drum stool. There's no drum stool." So we went, well, you got to do something. Thankfully, Brian came to the rescue. The drummer versus the world. He said, "Use mine." 
was like, right, okay, put all my cymbals up. And then we were just doing song, 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 song. And then he turned my mic off when we were singing the play. <laughs> I was like, and oh, turn, And well. turned my bass off, and I turned around and said, what the fuck am I meant to do? <laughs> really? What the hell am I meant to do? Chris, find your French. <laughs> hey, listen, it's my favourite four-letter word. Um, apart, from, strike. apart from free. So, <laughs> we can play that. That kind of shit went down. Yeah. But it, did we, get, it was good overall. Like we yeah. did everything we could. It was just the sound. Like a lot of people come to us afterwards though and gave us a lot of props for carrying on though, despite yeah. all the major mess ups. Guys, like yeah, yeah. there's there's one band that I can't say without swearing. So I say, uh, value be oh, weird, yeah. and uh, last one out. They were called? Value bastard. Value bastard. <laughs> I like them already. <laughs> yeah, they're a good. My kind of group, guys. Yeah. yeah. And uh, last, last one else as well. They're all from Plymouth. They're all local bands <coughs> as well. We were the only ones who travelled really. Yeah, yeah, we were. Yeah. Yeah, they came from the other side of the pond, yeah. didn't they? <laughs> yeah. It's just like, it's like a bus trip, isn't it? It's like a very big Pay your bus fare, four pound, here you go. So, apart from all the cotton as well, the minor fuck-ups, it was a good experience. Yeah, it was good. Intimid- yeah, it was, it was intimidating at first, like really intimidating because like we saw all these other bands on, yeah, and, like, they, they were they were absolutely brilliant, and we we're just like new, we're like we felt like the new guys. It was just gotta be yeah, but that, yeah. that that being said, and we I mean we'll talk about wrestling in, in, in another part, but with you being a professional wrestler or ex-professional wrestler, mm-hmm. did you kind of? Because obviously you go out there in front of crowds of you know hundred, two hundred, wherever it may be. Did you have that same kind of nervousness before? Or were you just like, I can do this, channel it, let's go and you know, rock the house, so to speak? Um, I'd, say, <coughs> I'd say the nervousness, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. The nervousness is always there, no matter how long you've been doing it. Like, it's, it's always there. Um, in regards to like thinking, yeah, I can get up and do that, I was pro- probably pretty much 60% nervous, 40%, yeah, I can do this. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, I have had the experience performing in the ring, and like, it does require the structure and yeah. the, the, the psychology and everything like that. And like, storytelling. Yeah, and the storytelling yeah. as well. And um, in regards to like playing the music and remembering the lyrics and things like that, I felt that pressure, but at the same time, when you get out there, you just sort of zone out and you go into your, you go into, let, let's just, let's you just, let's 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 just, we, we have to take into account that was our very first live game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the fact that we supported Versus the World, the fact that we travelled all the way to Plymouth and we were rushed, stuff went wrong. All, under any pressure that would send anyone <coughs> loopy to go, you know, send the middle finger up to someone. Yeah. But we kept our composure. We just did what we came to do. And people come up to us afterwards and shook our hands. No, smashed it. No, Versus the World come up to me and they said, look, stuff like that will happen but you handled yourselves very professionally, so you should be proud of yourselves. And I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> I was <coughs> obviously coming from your idols. Yeah. I You're like, just, oh, keep it coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Feed my ego now. <laughs> Feed me more. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was Shout out to Ryback. Feed me more. Ryback is an absolute tool. That's <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so we've done, you've done Plymouth. Um, obviously, the old, oh, the EP that's on iTunes, we'll keep plugging it. Um, Why not? So, the videos on Vivo, you've got, not going anywhere, which we spoke about, yeah. and the player. Now, the player is only like a minute 30, minute 50 song long. Why the player and not my favourite song? Like, we'll talk about my favourite song in a bit, because I, I 
can adore it. But why the player? What kind of? <clears throat> well, it's more of a story. Grant's become the spokesman, hasn't he? I, I was thinking about sipping on Carlin. Toby's just admiring himself. The guy's like, I want it. Whenever you ask a question, Aaron Antop is. Yeah, right. The play is more of a story than a song. It's kind of it was our very first song and it means a lot to us. It was a tune which me and Aaron wrote like seven years ago. Yeah, years ago. And then <laughs> doing the finger Oh, just letting Grant take the, the questions. It's like take it away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take as much as you want. Well, the song though we made years ago when it was like a different name and everything, and then when we got back together and started mm. making stuff, we decided to use the tune. Yeah, it was our very first song, and we didn't even mind how long it was. We just wanted to kind of just get this tune. Just like out an there. intro yeah. tune. Yeah, really just, just an intro track for the EP. But a lot of people have said, "Oh, that sounds quite different." And who, well, Tommy's voice sounds a bit different. It's like, well, it's not Tommy's voice. It's you. Yeah, because yeah, it yeah. I can do a powerful high box. <laughs> but I always kept holding off the screaming and practice until we got to the studio. Mm-hmm. And the clip is on YouTube and it's so funny. Well, I still thing. remember, I still remember <laughs> nearly having to catch him when he heard them the first yeah. time. Because I, I did the verse takes <laughs> first, no right. problem. And everyone's like, yeah, okay, whenever you want to go to the chorus. And then I'm there. It's only because he had it low though, because yeah. like the volume, like when you were singing the verse, he'd had it low so it was through the speakers low and then he'd left it on that level and then you just started screaming and it like proper came out, didn't it? <laughs> Yeah, I think I took a few steps back trying to get my balance after that. Yeah. I just let loose. <laughs> I let loose in that take, and I just went for it because it was my. It was just years of pent up frustration, kind of like a pipe bombing herself. Just I just so you just started shouting. Yeah, shouting. I was blurring murder basically, and just got it out. And it sounded alright. It sounded alright. So yeah. it was good. It was a lot better than I expected plus it's an easy music video to do because of the length of it and yeah, because yeah. I was singing in it you didn't need a shot on me on drums oh, wait a minute wait a minute, wait a minute. You, right okay so for those who are listening um, Not Going Anywhere was the first Vivo um, video and that took fucking ages yeah Beautiful. like my my part legit could have took 10 minutes mm-hmm. but I was there for like 8 hours yeah in a studio and you them. guys were there twice as long Pretty like, much. yeah, all day. I started to hate the song after a while. <laughs> Even all the makeup crew had never heard the song before. They were singing the song like as we were closing, you know, the studio up. It was like I can't get the song out of my head now. What do you What do you think about it when people sing your songs? I actually get really flattered to be honest. Like sometimes I get really, I don't know. It's like it's hard. It's really hard yeah. to describe it. And it's like it's it's difficult to comprehend that someone's actually singing a tune that you made and like. You're so used to hearing people singing stuff like from people like Bring Me the Horizon, Lonely the Brave, Royal Blood, things like that. You'd expect to hear people going past listening to that and then but you hear, you know, like oh, feel you hear it's just like wow. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's it's crazy. Yeah. It's, I, it's I feel like going you guys stop. Come on. Do you ever feel like Starstruck when people sing your songs? Um sometimes. Not yeah. a lot. I'll say tomorrow loads of people will be singing, so we'll yeah. get to like experience that yeah. more, won't we? I'll be singing. <laughs> you watch when memory lane comes on I will be singing on the sidelines for you boys obviously I can't sing out nowhere near as good as you Tommy but uh, no 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 if I hear you singing better than me you're, you're filling in and I'll just <laughs> I'll, I'll come in I might have had a few beers but I'll, I'll come in and I'll yeah. you might have had a few beers but I'll just be there on the bass I'll yeah. be, I'll be we, need to good, we need to do karaoke yeah. <laughs> is there a karaoke bar around here there's got to be something there's loads yeah, yeah. 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 might let us off <laughs> I say yeah. we get, I, th- I think we get pissed and we just go and get drunk and then we go and sing. Doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. To, to anything, yeah. Well, 
Like Mac Barber girl. Took back. Took back. I've got to sing Sleepy G, haven't we? Sleepy G. I'd sing that. I'd sing that. Does it go like that? Doesn't it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you can go... <laughs> Quite high-pitched. What's this Carlin got in it, Grant? <laughs> it's your first can, what you're on Exactly. Yeah. So, um, <sighs> with the, the video, um, it was uh, Matt Boardman that did the producing on that. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it like working with him? He's amazing. <clears throat> like, I've known him for years. Like, his yeah. twin brother went to college with me and I've been like family to them. But Is everyone he's related in Runcorn? Anybody. <laughs> <laughs> All secretly related, yeah. No. Go on, sorry. Yeah, um, and he, he's just, he's very firm, but that's good. That's what I like in a director. Like, very professional, yeah. He has a laugh with you, and he knows that you're having a good time. He's but when he, when, straight to the point. Yeah, when he gets down to, like, right, guys, we need to do a take now, come on. That's the kind of attitude yeah. people need in these kinds of situations. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was very, very good at what he was doing. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, like, when he was telling me what to do with yourself mm-hmm. and whatnot. And he yeah. was very direct. Like he didn't give you a chance to. I mean, he he, he kind of let me uh, do my own thing in a way, but he kind of said, "Look, you need to hit these points." Kind of like a promo mm-hmm. in wrestling. You know, you hit your promo. You have A, B, C, and yeah. then you go home. Yeah. And those were kind of like what he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so as as band members, because obviously it's your band, your group. Yeah, yeah. Um, what was it like being produced by someone else and not have it like? Um, yeah, yeah, kind of like taking a step back and going, well, we would do this. Yeah, you don't really incorporating some. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that in someone else's like view, and like, yeah, I was yeah, looking yeah. forward to see what it was like with us not, you know, like him doing the storyline and everything, yeah. seeing yeah. what it turned out like in the end. I think it's better so, from someone else's point of view, to be honest, because to to anyone else, they're a fan, aren't they? So like, yeah. it's, if they think that that's what that's about, then that's what it can represent. How we perceive that's, ourselves yeah, yeah. doesn't matter really. It's mm-hmm. how others perceive us. Because obviously the story of not going anywhere was hear no evil, see no evil, and speak, speak no evil. Yeah. Um, was that always the story you wanted to go with, or did you guys have a an alternative? I'll be, I'll, I'll be honest. Like I mean, the only real thing that we that I knew about the music video at the time was that it was dedicated to three friends that had passed away: yeah. Jack, Josh, and Paige. Yeah. God rest their souls. Um, but. When I heard about Matty's idea, I, I was really interested in the idea, but I didn't exactly know what was going to be done on yeah, the day. Yeah, I mean, the whole like the face paint and stuff like that. And, like, that didn't come yeah, off, by the way. Yeah, yeah didn't. That was <laughs> how, how long did it take to get about it? three washes? <laughs> I was I was driving around London on the way back, and my hand, my face was red, and I turned it to my cousins because I was going from from the studio to hers. And I, I kid you not, people were giving me so many dodgy looks, and I was like, I had to go to Pizza Express for food, and I was like, I'm sorry, I look like this. Sorry, just you, you could have just went like sorry, I'm an underground street fighter. I've just had my head kicked in by just, a... someone slapped me in the face as hard as he could and they've, they've permanently marked my face. <laughs> it was no, it was, yeah. I, I I broke out in such bad acne after I had it done. Like, oh man, it took me forever to get to get rid of it. Yeah, I had like acne all over my face, it was hard. Yeah, I had all the paint in my ears, like, for days, I was just using cotton buds and just loads yeah. of red, I was like, oh, when will it go oh, away? Yeah. Where was yours? I might come off, when was fine, I think I'd have him off, didn't I? Yeah, you, had, you put two yeah, hands yeah, in your face, yeah. Yeah. You also saw your mouth, was I was over the mouth, yeah. Makeup was a nightmare, though. Oh, yeah, we had, yeah. Well, we're, we're blokes, we're not used to the makeup, are we? Yeah. Let's be honest. <laughs> Unless Tommy's got something that he wants to tell us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, still just like... Secret scouts, it's like, can confessions. Can you pardon me now, please, look. <laughs> there's a picture of you with the makeup artist like you can, you can just see the uh, look of disdain yeah, on my face but it's like you go can I have their eyeshadow please 
I, won't, I will be honest, I did say that to her once. <laughs> <laughs> well, are you a bit of a diva then, Tom? Because you're obviously lead singer. You know? You've seen me in really short life, or you should know me. Hey, listen, what we do is strictly between us two. <laughs> but are, are you a bit of a diva? Because obviously, like the front men of bands, you know, they always demand things like silly requests in, in yeah, locker yeah. rooms and shit like that. Um, it's not really on my behalf, to be honest. It's like it's just being like the front man of a band and stuff like that. You want to look your best and you want to like represent your band well and things like that. So, uh, I'm sorry, you guys have got Tommy. Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm joking. You're stuck with me. <laughs> you're stuck with me. Try and get rid of me. I'll never let it happen. Uh, you're not going anywhere. Don't worry. <laughs> Ooh, cheap plug. Cheap plug. Uh, yeah, we only got that. No, at least you like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cheap plug. Yeah. I guess just trying to take pride and like the view of the people, like as in looking at me and looking at the band as well. Yeah. Like, but we try and keep everything equal as well. So. Yeah. You're so it's all of the videos that you're singing and one aren't you? Yeah, and mm-hmm. I'm singing a one song, and you're going to be singing another. I'm supposed you. to. Be doing you know, I, I say that about views of how I look and things like that. Supposedly, man. Like, unless when we record the other songs, one sounds better. Mm-hmm. And we could use that maybe. I mean, I say, yeah, like, I say like representation. Yeah, in the player video, I look like an absolute druggie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that to be fair, he looks like the devil, so. <laughs> uh, that's just like, we took what we had to not go anywhere, just made it the complete opposite. Like, we tried to look nice and not go anywhere, and the player just tr- decided to like tramps. Now, am I right in thinking that Matt directed the player as well, or was this. No, no, that, no, was, that, was, that was more his. That was more his. Yeah, yeah but. You were directing? In, in a sense. So, yeah. a bit of a. Yeah, okay. Experience. Yeah. yeah, I did the directing, I did acting and that, so I just kind of I've had camera experience. But I had uh, James Nemo, who's going to be working on our third music video, which we're halfway through doing now, called My Answers. And uh, I basically asked him to come down, shoot it, and he was like, whatever you shots you want, I'll do it. So it was, it was very laid back, <coughs> more than anything. It wasn't like I was going, right, let's do this, this, and this. He just had a few ideas, I had a few, and just put them together, and it was yeah. quite good. Different as well, not oh, yeah. in the studio as well, yeah, it was It was a nice feeling as well, but being crammed in that little shed. Where, where was the place shot? Grand's house. Uh, <laughs> in your house? Yeah, in my mum's house, yeah. <coughs> Lovely. Yeah. No, in your mum's wedding dress hanger store yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you filmed in the shed yeah and then we filmed other stuff in Sefton Park in Liverpool okay uh, yeah we, we, we wanted to go um, kind of. I'd rather cut us off there because I don't really want to go into too much description about yeah. that one mm-hmm. yeah uh, because, because you don't like the way you look that's why yeah, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> it's I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm intrigued now <laughs> I want to ask the tough you questions. You brought it up, Tom. So you you doomed. You've got to I, talk I, about I, it. I, I, Everyone's going to hear it as well. I know. Everyone's going to hear it. All those people. To be honest, wearing the wrestling on the road podcast is actually live in fourteen different countries. Fourteen, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> including China. Oh, including so if you're listening to us in China, China because I can't even speak Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess it's okay then. Um, basically, play a video. Danny Boardman plays the player, the brother of Matty Boardman, as you yeah. know. Um, Who's also in the video? Who's not going anywhere yeah. um, The girl in the video, uh, she's a good friend of mine, very good friend of mine. She's a lovely girl in every yeah. single way I can think of. Um, bit of history between us. That's right. all I'll say. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. That's fine. Bit of history between us. Fair she's a lo- lovely girl. I've got nothing bad to say about her. That's about it. <coughs> we'll save that for a podcast. Yeah, that, we'll save that for a podcast that's only heard in the in a very small corner of England. Basically, just between us four. Yeah, just to listen back. Not recording. Yeah. <coughs> so moving on, on, moving on from the player. 
Um, you've just um, mentioned you're now filming the third video for My Answers. Yeah. Which is a bloody good song, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Thank very you very good. Very yeah. good. Thank you. Um, now I'm going to get into Memory Lane because, as you boys know, that is my favourite song. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I genuinely play it once a day because it's such a fucking good song. Mm. And that's not kissing your asses, but it's good music. Simple. Nah, I um, know you're an honest guy. I know that you don't kiss ass, so that does mean a lot. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to kiss your ass. I'm going to fucking sugarcoat things. So, um, Memory Lane, I've said to you, Grant, quite a few times. The pianos, the piano bits sounded a lot like REM. Yeah, you have, and I, I was blown away by that because I'm not a pianist, and the fact that you said that that's just me. He's not a drummer either. But <laughs> yeah, I'm not a drummer. Yeah, I'm not a singer. Yeah, I'm not a lyricist. No, but who are you? Who is this person here? <laughs> who is this person who's wearing a shirt with a guy that looks like Elvis? Johnny Cash. Elvis. Johnny Cash. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's now represented how he feels about you. Yeah, exactly. How dare you got me You call me Elvis Presley again. Basically, Johnny Cash has put his finger up on my T-shirt. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. So, what what's the story behind Memory Lane then? Okay. Right. Who wrote it? It was kind of like a joint one. Yeah, it was a joint one. I was in Africa. Oh yeah, you were you were touring the world. Well, I was in Africa. I wasn't touring the world. I was deeper. I was in Africa. I was going the toilet down a hole. That's that's more than information on the internet. So is it is it you, Aaron, and, and Grant? And you guys collectively write? Does Tommy have any input or every song? Almost, but that song really that was just that was like yeah. yeah. And what did what was the uh, story behind it? Kind of like looking back on the past, really, wasn't it? Yeah, like yeah. a reminiscing. Yeah, because, because me and Aaron have been in bands in the past, <coughs> and when we were writing music whilst Tom was away. We were kind of like reflecting on our days back in school. Okay. So it was kind of like well, that. That's how it's different now. Loads of people have like gone off and done like different things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And because I didn't have a drum kit here, yeah. had the keyboard. we had the keyboard, so I was like, well, let's do a song on the piano then. And Aaron. I threw a few chords yeah. and then a little tune and then we transcribed it onto. Yeah. yeah. Should, we, should we explain the story of Drink and Dance, the song that never was? Yeah, that, that will be out soon. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be out tomorrow. <coughs> that, yeah, we, you'll, see, we'll just... you'll see us overtaking the likes of Lethal Bizzle and Tiny Ten. Lethal Bizzle. Not heard that name for years. <laughs> I saw him while I was over in Zanti. Really? Really? I was in, what was I? Saloon. And do you remember DJ looking MC Neat? Oh my God. MC Neat <laughs> was in, in this bar called Danny Boys. And there was about 12 people. And he was like, raise the roof, raise the roof. Like, and all that kind of shit. And I'm thinking, Christ. What a fall from, you know what I mean? Like, oh. We'll end up like him in about 10 years from now. I asked him for a picture and he said no. So I was like, well, I'm not listening to your music anymore. And then about a week later, I bought I think an album. But I still, <laughs> who's, who's the most famous person you've met, music-wise? Me? Yeah. Uh, While you're on about Lethal... Lethal, lethal what? Lethal business. They're running out of names, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. I think they're running out of names. There's not that many <laughs> words in the dictionary when you're in. To be honest, like, lethal, bizzle, <laughs> lethal Bizzle makes no sense. Uh, I once I once shared a hotel with Romeo from So Solid Crew, <laughs> and he got quite annoyed at me for just saying Romeo, Romeo, <laughs> for about ten minutes straight, and then he never spoke to me again. <laughs> I actually met Mark Owen from Take That in a bar in Liverpool, so you'll be happy, right? Okay. And I was out with some friends having a meal, 
and one of the girls noticed who he was and he sat and he looked like an he was dressed like an Eskimo and he had this like raccoon hat big scarf big jacket and I said are you not well warm no I'm fine and I had quite a few drinks and I was like well you know I've heard that take that are getting back together is it because you've all run out of money like it's an honest question yeah and he didn't like me after that <laughs> I asked him for his hat won't give me his hat I asked him for a drink won't buy me a drink I was like wait until your next album sells and then you'll be able to afford it <laughs> and after that security were like no you've got to leave now mate he's getting quite pissed off that's a true story and I've got people to back that, that fucker up as well that's awesome. shout out to Marco I wouldn't make the biggest mistake of your life yeah yeah but not buy me a drink I come all the way to Runco and I've got a free can of car in here you cheap bastard <laughs> so Lethal Bizzle's what the most no, 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 not no? I've met um, <clears throat> the lead singer of, I think the most famous person I've ever met is I went to uh, the, uh, I don't know, I've been, I've been to loads of gigs, I can't remember, uh, probably the most famous person that I've ever met is probably uh, the lead singer of Ramstein. <laughs> Ramstein, <laughs> really? Yeah. That's quite good. That's, That's cool, yeah. yeah. Lead singer of Ramstein. Yeah. The problem is, that, the, the problem is, the problem is, is that like, I'm <coughs> But I didn't have a clue he was. Because <laughs> really? like, like, I don't really listen to Ramstein that much, but I like met him. Like he was out, he was outside the um, the Echo Arena. It was not long after he did a tour, and uh, they were outside the Echo Arena. And I literally had no idea. I walked home. You have the whole band. Like then, I just <coughs> I was walking past, and uh, there was like these all these fans outside, and I just thought, oh, I'll just stand outside, I'll have a look. Because I thought it was someone else. I thought it might be, it might be some pop rock icon, someone who I'd recognise. Like Darius or something. Or something <laughs> like that. You know, Justin Bieber, somebody. You know what I mean? Darius is, is way better than Justin Bieber. <laughs> I can't um, believe they've been mentioned by this podcast. We'll throw some names in. Justin Bieber. Don't complain about it. Yeah. Get involved. I just didn't yeah. think that we'd be talking about them. And um, I looked and it was just these guys dressed, <coughs> dressed up in really weird stuff like I was thought. Isn't that normal for Liverpool? I mean, at first I thought it was Slipknot. I was like, whoa. I was like, is this... And then I thought, oh no, it's me. No, that's not Corey. That's not Corey. That's, <laughs> not, Corey. that's not Corey. Oh, damn it. And then, um, yeah, I just I spoke to him for about two minutes. Like, I don't know. if I ever told you guys about this? I've never told you about this. I'm like, shit. But, um, yeah, I was, I was speaking to him, but like, I could barely understand a word he was saying because like, I don't think he spoke a word of English because he's German. Welcome to my world. Yeah. And then um, I was talking to somebody who's just like, yeah, I, uh, I like England, it's a nice place. Like, <laughs> just, Sorry you're in Liverpool, mate. <laughs> and I just went to, excuse me. <laughs> and I just went to him, I was like, yeah, I love England as well, just anyway, buddy. <laughs> By the <laughs> way, two mates nicking your tour bus wheels. <laughs> yeah. They're all and gone. Then, and then I said, oh, um, by the way, <clears throat> By the way, good show, even though I've never been in. <laughs> just for a compliment. That's, that's the most famous... The most famous person I've ever met is the leader of Ramstein. I had no idea it was him. I literally had no idea. Oh, uh, I check. can't really think back that far. Um, so they must have been good. I've seen... Like, met as in being as like in Nicole's talk, distant. Yeah, yeah like, like um, talking to like we are now. Nicole Scherzinger. Um, you met Nicole Scherzinger? Lucky. Um, good great. <laughs> Travis McCoy. <laughs> You know, he has gym class here. Yeah. And he had a few on his own. Yeah. Um, Bruno Mars. Who else? 
what the hell are you I'm doing? starting yeah, to I'm think. I'm seeing quite a few. I'm trying to think. I'm starting to think that Aaron's the kind of like the uh, the diva of the group now. <laughs> meeting all these people. Oh, thanks for pointing the finger at me first. Well, to be fair, he asked for more ice on this one. I've met a few anyway. You've met that many? Yeah. You just can't remember all of them? Many, just can't think, but I literally, I, I can name both of ones. them. <laughs> okay. Right, one of them's not that famous now, but they were in the 90s. He was actually, he lived in my mum's house now. We bought the house off him. Jimmy Constable from 911. Really? Yeah, yeah, that was that. I used to love body rocking. Yeah. The body shaking. Whatever. Yeah, body shaking. I saw that, yeah. isn't it? I actually saw 911 on that reunion tour. Yeah, they had and my show, was like, Who's this? I was like, 911. Do you not remember? She was like, No. Yeah, but he gave me his tambourine and stuff. Yeah. And the other one was Ian Brown of the Stone Roses. Yes! Yeah. Love that guy. Yeah, I didn't know who he was though when I met him. Because like, I was on the set. I was on the set. I was on the set of the film Spike Island and I was just dancing. It was like three in the morning. Wait, 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 wait. You were on a film set? Yeah, I was on the film called what? Spike Island. Yeah. What's it about? About the Stone Rose as well. It's more about the gig that they did at Spike Island in 1990. The biggest gig of its time. Yeah, it was like 30,000 that went. Generation changer? Like, you must have been. These, like, these four kids. You, you tell me like I should know this. <laughs> it's like my fucking music on the These four kids are in a band. They go to see the Stone Roses at Spike Island. And I was one of the people at the gig. And the Stone Roses came to the set. But Ian Brown went into the, the field where okay. we were dancing. And he stood next to me and there was a barrel on fire and I was dancing next to it. Because that's safe, isn't it? Yeah, it's safe, yeah. A um, dance of death. Dance of death, yeah. I was doing dance of death. And then actually Ian Brown starts dancing next to me. A few people like pointing at him. And I look at him and I'm just like, all right. And then he kind of looks at me and he's like, he doesn't know who I am. <laughs> so he's, he starts talking to me. He's like, all right, mate, what do you think of the film? It's top notch, isn't it? And I was like, yeah, it's good. Yeah, well, so. Well, he was kind of like, I can't do a man catcher. <laughs> and then he was like, the more I was talking to him, he kept on leaning back. He was like, you don't know who I am, do you? And I went, why are you like a major star in the film? And he went, let's just say that, yeah. And then he walked off. And then and you never saw him again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and some people watched him went, did you get Ian's autograph? And I went, Ian who? And went, that was Ian Brown. And I went, is he the singer? The stone? Oh my God. I was like, I can't believe I didn't know who he was. So Ian, if you're listening, hi. <laughs> <laughs> that was really calm. Hi. Bye. Hi. How's the guy? My number is zero seven. <laughs> <laughs> so just yeah. so you know, he sustained no severe injuries standing next to the barrel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He survived. Don't try this at home. Yeah, don't try this at home. <coughs> we can watch the film on Netflix, it's on Netflix now. Is it? Yeah, it's on Netflix, yeah. Spike I really are you, can you see you in it? Yeah, yeah. I really want to watch it. You just see him with the biggest oh, like angry look on his face, pushing his way past this big yeah, I'm gonna fight the bridge with security guards, I'm like, get the out of my way and it's brilliant, it's brilliant. Is that the only film you've done, or have you done more? He's done a few more, but like... They were like local films, but that's like a Universal Studios film. Yeah, yeah. That's massive, so that's the only one that I've been in. But yeah. Yeah. I'd like to be in another one, but... I mean, you, like you've, been in, you've been in other music videos before, haven't you? I've been in the, the, the... Yeah, with a group called Middle Finger Salute, who unfortunately are no longer uh, active in the music business, which is a shame, because they were really good. Um, we did a video up in Future Shop I think no it was Radical Wrestling League in Blackburn R-W-L R-W-L um, and we did the vi- we did the video during, like we were there for like half eight in the morning mm-hmm. till ten at night and then we had to put a show on for all the all the crew and it was only a great team show so that was like 
music to my ears. Yeah. No pun intended. <laughs> and I was against their their heavyweight champion, Lancashire, who's about 150 pounds. Mm. And uh, they we got in the ring, did the uh, started the match, and then he started to cut a promo on me. Started going, oh, I'm gonna fuck you up. And da, da, da. So I, just, I mean, obviously, I was twice the size of he was. And I just said, I said, who wants to see me fuck this guy? <laughs> and the whole place erupted, and then I lost. <laughs> I got beaten by the, the smallest heavyweight company in the, in the history. Typical of John Cena fashion that. <clears throat> so I should have gone over. Yeah. Should have gone over. Yeah. Good grief. They Bad booking. Yeah. Bad booking, mate. Yeah. So, uh, what was it now? I got asked to do a, a, a film for Universal in somewhere up near Scarborough. And I can't remember who the lead guy was, <clears throat> but I'd heard of him. And they wanted me to do, uh, be, it was like a camera crew on camera, oh, so yeah, to speak. Yeah. So they filmed and they wanted me camera. to do the camera bit. And then I sent them my, like, not headshots, but my promo pitch. Mm-hmm. And obviously it was an arresting one, and I didn't get the job. I was good at this one. Mm-hmm. But um, they were like, oh, I will pay you this much a day. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Why don't I just get into like working as an extra? Yeah, it's good money. It is it's good money. ridiculous. Yeah. I would give up my full-time job. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Um, if you're a full-time extra, you're on good money. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Danny does it. Danny, yeah. Danny have you guys, have you guys doubled in the world of acting? No, no, no. I, I used to, like, I used to have like a bit of a acting thing. I mean, me and him were involved in a project called Foxbridge not long ago, but uh, that just came to nothing in the end. Yeah. Was well, what was that about? Oh, it was just about, um, just, just a local, just a local village. It's a bit like you could call it a bit of a cliche, a bit of um, a copyright of uh, Emmerdale, maybe. <laughs> really? Do you watch uh, Emmerdale? No. That's <laughs> alright. Uh, anyway. My grandparents though, but whenever I go around to see them, I'm freaking end up watching it anyway. <laughs> just Likewise. Like, it's something. It's something that's on the. T- it's something that's on the telly. If my phone's charging up in the kitchen, I've got nothing else to do for the next ten minutes. I need to watch something. Um, but it was just like it was a really violent kind of setting for. Um, it's just like a murder mystery kind of like. Was it like a pilot thing. episode then? Yeah. And then it obviously episode, never came to fruition. It just never came to nothing because no one could no one could commit, no one could show up, no one could show well, eagerness. Well, no one showed any eagerness to be honest. Wow. Yeah. No we'll one showed any honest. eagerness at all apart from him, me, <clears throat> and a few other guys. That was wow. about it. But in the end, was that like your idea then, or oh, was no. that just someone else who's like okay? We'll it was go. actually Mark Wright who came to us at Park Street Studios who helped film our documentary. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was him, yeah. And it was like the week before we did that. Yeah. Um, he basically said, could you do this for us? I went, yeah, sure, I'll do it. And we did it. It was all, it was all right, but, yeah, as Tom said, it didn't go anywhere, really. Yeah. What about you, Aaron? No, never. Just the music videos. Do you want to get into, like, the acting side of things, or...? No. No. Prepare to stay away from the camera. Really? Oh, fair enough. Don't know why, just... You're the more quiet of the group, aren't you? The, these the not quiet. It's not like that. Not like, like speaking out loud. Yeah, yeah. In front of like a crowd or a group of people. Yeah. So it'll be Tommy that leads all the talking tomorrow. Oh, yeah, no. probably. Oh <laughs> no! Oh no! <laughs> Bad point to me. Songs. I don't mind introducing the songs. Yeah. 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 I think he's like he's. I think that's kind of cool, though. To be honest, like he's the shy recluse one. I'm kind of in the middle, and he's the guy who just talks and talks. No, I. You're more of an extrovert. In in our wrestling days, you you was like fucking on something like you were. <laughs> like, I remember I remember stay, staying at a friend's house and you were just like buzzing, like and you had like a, a coke 
like a Coca, <laughs> like a, a Coca Cola, like a, a, a pop. <laughs> Nothing like that. Do you know what I mean? But like you were just so hyper. I was like, whatever he's having, I want. And it was, a, it was just a can of Coca Cola. But you were just like, we should do this, we should do that. Even at wrestling, you were always like, fucking like a speed train. And I was like, shit, I can't understand what he's saying. And because now I don't know. Yeah. yeah, because the thing is, you, you talk really fast when you're on it. Yeah. Don't you? And that's not a bad thing, it's just how you are. Yeah. But I was, you know, I would say you're more of the extrovert. To anyone listening, I'm not taking any offence whatsoever. <laughs> Do I say that's how good Tommy's acting is. Yeah. Can't even act out of crying. Good grief. Right, okay. So, we're going to draw part one to a close. Right. We've done 40 minutes, boys. Yeah, yeah. That's gone quick, on not it? Um, part two, we're going to get into uh, questions from uh, people around the world. Around the world. Yeah. That's Northern yeah. Ireland and Poland. But... <laughs> It's around the world. It's around the world to me. Um, and maybe the offer from the Philippines. Yeah, yeah, there is. Have we got one from the Philippines as well? One, it's, it's like a. It's oh, it's one of them. Yeah, it's one of the general ones. And are you go speak Filipino. Nope. Oh, well, I'm fucked. I can't read it. Right. <laughs> so that was the end of part one with two of substance, Grant, Aaron, and uh, Tommy. I was going to say Tommy. Oh, yeah. I, was, uh, I thought you were going to say Ted. <laughs> Ted. 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 Another expression for the you know what. Oh, is it? <laughs> for shit. Yes. <laughs> you can say it. It's not the end of the world. So, we'll come up with part two. Um, don't forget, guys, this is available on iTunes. It's free. Okay? My favourite four letter word apart from the word fuck. And, <laughs> told you. Alongside um, SoundCloud, Podomatic, you can find us on Wrestling on the Road podcast. Uh, hosted by me, the working man virtual. This also is available via Twitter at ProSportsEd. And if you want to catch up with the latest news from the wrestling podcast and myself, follow me on Facebook, Virtual, or the working man virtual and the wrestling on the road podcast. I'll do your plugs in a bit, boys. Don't worry. All right. I thought you were going to say something. No, no. I was right. Uh, never mind. I was just leaving for So, this is the end of part one, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, we're going to have a few more beers. These guys are going to have a bit of a jamming session and then we'll get back to part two. Stay tuned. <laughs>